Let's read from our scriptures today. From Luke 1:37, it says, For nothing, nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be impossible with God. Woo! Nothing. I feel faith in the house. Let's go to the next scripture. Mark 9:23 says, Jesus said to him, As far as possibility goes, everything is possible for the person who believes. Everything is possible for the person. The last scripture is in Matthew 19, 26. Let's go. But Jesus looked at them and said, With people, as far as it depends on them, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. God is not through with us yet. He's not. And I believe that the harder the times, the greater the breakthroughs. Everything we are facing is a divine setup for God to be greatly glorified. So get ready for God to show himself in whatever it is that you are believing him for. This is a, this, these times are ripe for breakthroughs. These times are ripe for the miraculous. Every time Jesus did something really miraculous, it was preceded by something of an urgent and an extreme nature. It was urgent. It was extreme. It was desperate. And it was in those moments that we saw God break through in a major way. Those were the moments. So I just want to tell you, whatever it is that you're facing, it is just a recipe for the miraculous. It is just a recipe for the miraculous. That's why I believe, I believe with all my heart that we need to be seeking after the supernatural. Seeking after the supernatural. I remember one time in our lives when we were younger, my dad lost his job after 20 years of being in the same company. And it was drastic. It was, it was sudden. It wasn't expected. We didn't see it coming from a mile away. And it was in those moments and those times when we needed him to be in a stable job. And he was the only one who had the job. My mom wasn't working, so we were depending on his salary. And I remember I was in uni at that point, and my mom called me immediately. She called me and told me, your dad has been fired. And just the... You know, I just stopped. I remember even where I was, how, where I was walking towards, and I just stopped on my tracks because I was just like, what are we going to do? Because there was so much that we were depending on from this job. And he said, imagine your dad has been fired. And so we go back and forth trying to figure out, man, what's the next step for us? He's not young. <laughs> He's older. <laughs> and the jobs don't come to people his age at that moment. And he had been there. He had been faithful. And he was climbing the ranks and it was looking like he was really about to climb the ranks. Then someone just came and just pulled the rug under him and he was coming home. And remember, we were just so distraught for a moment. And we're standing, I'm just standing there and I'm trying to think, God, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I didn't understand how he would do this to us at this point, at this time of our family. But we didn't know that God was working. God was working. And let me tell you, so he, he left the job. He was given his severance pay and he was told, this is it. But we didn't know that that was how God was orchestrating to shift us to the next level. It was what we needed. Because as a result of all that money, we were able to pay debt, able to pay school fees, able to do some shopping, change the house around, fix the car. And then after a month, he got another job. Got another job immediately. God was like, oh, you needed a breakthrough? Let me set you up. And sometimes the things that you're going through are setups. They are setups to get you to where God wants to get you. It's not the usual way. God has the power and the ability to change every circumstances if we choose to allow him to work in our lives. 
The struggle I believe we face is that we depend on our own abilities rather than depend on him. We look for human ways rather than seek the supernatural. We say we are leaving it in God's hands only to turn back and take it away from him. Only to turn back and take it away from him. We are seeking breakthroughs in our own strength instead of leaning on his. We feel like God is taking too long. He's taking too long. So I have to take matters into my own hands. And let me tell you, I do this all the time. I find myself doing this all the time. I put something in his hands. And I'm like, I, in the way you're going about this, is, it's taking long. And I feel like, let me, let me just work this thing in my own strength. Let me do this thing in my own strength. Abraham was promised, you'll have a child. And then he was like, I, let me do this in my own way. Let me try and orchestrate this in my own strength. Pastor shared this earlier on in the year talking about David. That David's breakthrough shows us that breakthroughs come as a result of a process and not an event. It comes as a way of process and not events and how we dislike processes. We want everything to happen now, right now. Let me encourage you. We are all in a process. And because you're in a process doesn't mean that God is not at work. It's the opposite. God is at work. It might seem like your breakthrough is taking too long. Let me just tell you, it's being processed. It's being processed. And I believe the reason for the process is so that the breakthrough doesn't just change your situation, but it also changes you. It changes you. God is not just interested in changing your situation. He's interested in changing you. David became a mighty king as a result of the process. It was the process. He was anointed king, but God needed to take him through a process before he gave him the kingship. Last week, we saw that God's nature, God's nature is to come through. And I want to tell you, God is going to come through. I just want to assure you today, we are not just calling on this name in vain. We're not just here buttering our lips and just talking about stuff we don't know. God is going to come through. It's in his nature to come through. And I reminded us if he did it before, he will do it again. He will do it again because men remember his benefits. Remember all that he has done and that he changes not. And so this week I want to encourage us with this title, Breakthrough Because All Things Are Possible. Breakthrough because all things are possible. God has done some impossible things throughout the Bible. And so many times it's like we skim over scripture, not noticing and taking note of this was impossible. And here are a few. God blessed Abraham and Sarah with a child at their old age. They were old. And I shared this last week. They were old. That was an impossible situation. They had a child. He parted the Red Sea. And ever get, this never gets old for me how he parted the Red Sea. For the children of Israel, while the chariots of Egypt were behind chasing them. He provided manna from heaven. Water from a, from a rock. He led the people with a pillar of cloud by day and by fire at night. The sun stood still. It actually stood still for Joshua and his army while they fought against their enemies. He parted the Jordan for them to cross the promised land. He brought the walls of Jericho down just by their shout. Just by their shout. He brought those walls down. God caused Jonah to survive in a fish's belly. I mean, you're just wondering, is there oxygen inside there? How was this brother surviving? Me, it's the smell. It's the smell that gets me. <laughs> Already fish just on its own just smells. Just inside, I was like, it's the smell that would have gotten me. I was like, can we take care of the smell at least? 
But he survived three days and three nights. God shut the mouth of, of lions for Daniel. Stood with his three friends in the fire. And they weren't burnt. Sent fire from heaven to consume the offering that Elijah made. Raised a man from Elisha's dead bones. Okay, you're looking at me as if this is things that happen all the time. Impossible stuff. Jesus' birth was impossible. The countless miracles did were impossible. He raised the dead, healed all the sick, cast out demons, cleansed the leopards, opened the blind eyes. He opened them. I almost said leopards. <laughs> I'm sure he cleansed them too. <laughs> he multiplied fish and bread, walked on water, count the storms. He died. He rose again. He ascended to heaven. All things I'm telling you are possible. They are possible. So when the Bible says all things, what does the Bible talk about? All things. But there's something we need to glean from when we look at this scripture in Luke 137. When we were studying, when I was studying it, when the angel declared to Mary and told him, told her nothing is impossible with God. He was declaring to Mary that no word, that's what it actually means, that no word from God is impossible. That no word from God shall be without power. Same meaning in Genesis 18:14, while speaking to Abraham. He asked him, is anything too hard for the Lord? What he was asking is any word too wonderful or impossible for Jehovah? God's word today is not weak. It's not unable to come to pass. It's not. Two Sundays ago, we saw that God's word is who he is. And because of who he is, the word will come to pass. Today, I want you to see that God's word carries within it power to do what he says. The word carries within it power to do what it says. This is how the Amplified Classic in this scripture in Luke 1 says. It says, for with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. No word of God is without power. When you and I have, what you and I have to do is to hold on to God's word. We need to hold on to what God said. That's where the power is. Do you need a breakthrough today? Get a word. Get a word from the Lord. Because nothing God says is impossible. Get a word today. Seek his promises concerning that situation. It's crucial for you to constantly be in the word. Crucial because breakthroughs come through his word. That's how they come. Through his word. Throughout this year, what we've been doing while we stand here in this pulpit is to take the word of God and show you that breakthroughs are there for you. That's why Mary declared, let it be unto me, let it be done, may it be done to me according to your word. Because it's the word that carries the power. So how do we unlock these possibilities that are found in God's word? How do we unlock it? Today I just have one point. Believe for it. Believe for it. But overhearing what they say, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not fear. Only Believe. Do not fear. And we've had it even during worship. We had it today. Do not fear. George spoke about it. Do not fear. Only believe. Jesus on hearing the word given to Jairus quickly spoke to assure him to not be afraid but only believe. They spoke. 
but Jesus also spoke. Whose report will you believe today? Whose report? The doctor has spoken, but Jesus has also spoken. Your account has spoken, but Jesus has also spoken. The economy is speaking, but Jesus is also speaking today. The government is speaking, and I want to assure you, Jesus is also speaking. Whose report will you believe? He spoke to counter what they spoke. He spoke. The Bible says Jesus, overhearing what they said, turned to him and told him, Do not be afraid. Only believe. There are so many things that come to rob us of our belief in Christ. And we need to guard ourselves from allowing them to find root in our hearts. That word only in Jairus' story speaking against any opposing force that would want to cause you to stop believing. That's why he said only believe. Any force of fear or doubt that presents itself, you need to cancel it. You need to come against it. You need to speak out and say only believe. We need to believe like Abraham. The Bible tells us in Romans 4.18, who against hope believed in hope. Against hope, believed in hope. Early on in Mark 9, what we read, Jesus said, if, if, there are no ifs among believers. There are no ifs among believers. Anything can happen. That's the attitude you need to have. If, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? If, if you can do this, if you can heal this, if you can rescue me, if, there are no ifs among believers, anything. His design here in this scripture is to show the man that the difficulty in the case was not in the want of power on Christ's part, but in the want of faith in the man. Jesus was trying to show him that there is no lack in his ability. None whatsoever. Today I want to stir your faith in Christ. Nothing is impossible for him. Nothing, anything, nothing, anything can happen. You know that song we used to sing? Anything will happen and it probably will. Something good is something's around here. I'm telling you something good is going on around here. Anything can happen. But you need faith. How many of us can truly say from time to time we've been plagued with the ifs? If our situations overwhelm us. And we are faced with questions and we wonder if God can or will God do it? If God will do it, people of faith fight off the ifs. They believe in Christ that all things are possible. So remember, his doing all depends on your believing. Today, his doing all depends on your believing. Your breakthrough is dependent on your believing. Sarah wondered, how could this happen? She laughed with herself and said, how could this have happened? I'm old. But we know clearly her heart changed. Because in Hebrews we are told, by faith Sarah herself received power to conceive. Even when she was past the age. Since she considered him faithful who had promised. Something shifted in her heart. You know, we never remember that. We just remember her laughing and doubting. But she had to fight off the doubt. And convince herself, consider the one that is speaking is faithful. 
To be able to access the power to accomplish what God has said, we only need to believe. We need to consider that the one who's telling us these things is faithful. The breakthroughs we are believing for, that we have the promise of God concerning, only believe. God will do nothing in our favor without faith. Nothing in our favor without faith. I remember years ago, at City Lights, we were going for a trip. We were going to Zambia. We were so excited and we were all trying to raise money. It was a struggle. It was our first international trip as a team. And we struggled to get funds and everything. And there was this one gentleman right now, he's with the Lord, who was also struggling to raise his funds. But this brother had faith. He tried and he tried and he tried and he tried. And nothing happened. And so the days are going. We're trying to get passports. We're trying to get jobs. We're trying to get yellow fever. And some people who are there here, I see one gentleman that me and him were really holding on together. Yes, Ricky, we were holding on together. Trying to get our passports. And this guy had his passport. He got his job. He had everything, but he had no money. No money at all. So the day comes. Tickets have been bought. But this brother is still in faith. The day, the night before, I call him. <laughs> just to, you know, encourage him. I'm like, dude, how are you? He said, I'm parking. I'm parking. I'm asking, Andrew, why are you parking? You're not going. I'm parking. Because I'm going. <laughs> And you know when someone tells you that you don't want to be the voice of reason. <laughs> so I just told him, I will see you tomorrow. <laughs> so that morning we were meeting at KNT. We used to meet there for prayer, early morning prayer. So we all met. <laughs> Pastor prayed for us. Released us. And the brother came with his clothes and everything. And he was there and the pastors are looking at him and like, <laughs> like, where are you going? Him is still in faith. I'm going. So we get into a car. He tells the pastor, just let me get to the car. Let me just get to the airport. He comes with us. We see him. He's in the car. And we know he has no money. He has no All the tickets have been bought. But one of our brothers was still waiting on his passport. We didn't know all this that was happening. We didn't know what God was doing. And he was told to come that morning to get his passport, but he didn't get his passport. But he had paid. So we are at the airport. All of us have gone in and have checked in. We are walking. We are tarmacking. We know Isaiah has been left. Whoa, yeah. And he's out there. As we don't know what's happening. While they're standing there, they're waiting for this brother. And they call him, where are you? He said, I can't make it, pastor. I can't make it. But who is standing there? <laughs> Full of faith. Tickets were changed. Names were changed. Brother was given his boarding pass. The whole time the team doesn't know that this is happening. As we are seated, we are excited. Who walks in into the plane? I'm telling you, we erupted. <laughs> Shouts of joy. The whole plane is wondering, what's going on? What's going on? We are so excited. His faith did not fail him. Only believe. 
Let me read this scripture and I'm done. And he was not able to do even one work of power there. Except that he laid his hands on a few sickly people and cured them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Their lack of faith in him. Today, nothing can further be necessary to confirm our faith. That we shall have what we ask than for us to be persuaded that the person is able to do it and also willing. You have to be persuaded today that the person who we are asking, the one we are calling on, Yeshua himself, is able to do it and is willing. So what is hindering you? What is hindering me from being persuaded from what God has spoken that will happen? This is the year of breakthrough, church. Believe it. You're in a process. That process is not done yet. And that process doesn't mean that God is not is done with you yet. He's just making things work behind the scenes. He's orchestrating things that you don't see. Only believe. Only believe. Because without that faith, God cannot move on your behalf. It's impossible. That's the only time the impossibility checks in when you're faithless. So I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to persuade you. I'm here to help you consider the one that has promised is faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful because he said it. He's faithful because he's done it before and he will do it again. But he's also faithful because nothing is impossible for him. Nothing. Your situation might be dead. It might be dead. You might be like Martha and Mary. I wish you were here. I wish you were here when he was alive. Maybe you'd have done something. And he looked at them and he was wondering, don't you know that I'm the resurrection and life? What is death to me? Even now, that's what Mary said. And I remember one time I was praying and I had the Lord speak to me and I preached this years ago during COVID. Even now, and I had the Lord say, even more. Even in that situation that is dead, even more can be done. Even more can be done. I don't know what you're going through. Even now, even more can be done. Just believe. I want to pray for us. Because some of you, fear has gripped you. Fear is crippling you from believing. Because you've been in a prolonged state. There was a woman who was, was in trouble for 12 years. Heart. People had misused her. But she convinced herself, if I touch the hem of his garments this time, things will change. There was a man waiting for 38 years. Waiting for his miracle. And maybe you've been in that season that is so prolonged that you've given up. You're not even trying. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Trust him again. Believe again. All he's asking you is just believe. 
Just believe I am that word. I am that word. I have that power. Just believe in me. And I'm going to change that situation for you. So if you're here, come on, lift your hands. Father, I want to come to you today. And I want to ask you to raise us up in faith today. Raise us up in faith. Even though it's faith as small as a mustard seed. Because with that little faith, we can say to these mountains, Be thou moved and tossed to the sea. And the Bible says nothing will be impossible for us. I'm praying strengthen our faith today. Like Jairus, we are crying, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. My belief, Lord, has been, it's, it's gone down. It's weak. It's, it's wanting. Help my unbelief. Father, help us today to believe again, to trust again, to put our faith in you again. Despite the opposing situations, despite what is being said, despite of what is we are facing, help us believe again. Help us believe because only through then can you come through for us. So we fight against those forces. We fight against those voices. We fight against that fear. We fight against the ifs. The ifs that are surrounding us. And we begin King of Glory to believe that all things are possible for you. All things. With God, all things. All things. I'm telling you, church, with God, all things. Can we bless His name today? Can we magnify His name today? All things. All things are possible for Him today. All things are possible for Him today. All things. I want you to say that to yourself. All things. All things are possible for Him. All things today. Yeshua, all things are possible with you. All things. Nothing is left outside. Everything is included. All things are possible. I hope you leave this place full of faith. Full of faith. Only believe. Imagine being in that position. Your daughter is dead. And all he's asking you to do is believe. That in itself is almost like, so you, help, you tell me to do something else. But only believe. Only believe.